Welcome to the greatest podcast in the world with your hosts, Jimmy Scurvy and the one who looks like and smells like Scurvy, Tetley. Let's rip this pit apart. Greatest podcast in the world. Back once again with the ill behaviour <laughs> for the second part of our Christmas special. Very Christmassy. Very Christmassy. Very Christmassy. Very Christmassy. Merry Christmas, everybody. Merry, Merry Christmas. Part two. <laughs> Part two. Oh, Christmas is oh. still going. We've got the Christmas blues and it's not even Christmas yet. Oh, yeah, it's the worst. Fucking have to see all your cunt family <laughs> and all their cunt friends. And, um, why don't you just be fucking it? Look, I've got two weeks off fucking work. Leave me alone. Yeah, I know, and all that shopping as well. I'm like bumping into people, people stopping in front oh, of you instantly. God. I, there's so many people out shopping because, you know, like a dick, I left my <laughs> shopping to the last minute. Me too. And then what happens is then you see some other twat who's left his shopping to the last minute. Oh, mate, we should really catch up and have a drink. <laughs> Not fucking right now, mate. I've got to go and find, I don't know, some sort of fucking magic spoon from somewhere. Do all my shopping on the last day. Rubbish. What? You've got some SO vouchers. What is Boxing Day? But it's the day after Christmas Day, Damn. for Christ's sake! <laughs> I thought it was the day of Christmas. The day of Christmas? That's Christmas Day. That's it's Christmas it's day. in the title of Christmas Day. So there's loads of theories. One of them is it's the first weekday in which postmen and errand boys... And servants and um, are expected to receive a Christmas box. What's in the Christmas box? I don't know. Didn't get that far. I only read a little bit. Yeah. I'm not going to do too much research. I want a Christmas box now. What would be in a Christmas box? I guess it would be... Uh, leftovers, I leftovers, assume. Leftovers, yeah. yeah. From the master of the house. Yeah, probably a couple of shillings. And now we know what that is. We can never, ever talk of it again. Do we want to? Would anyone really care? I mean, I re- we really solved the Boxing Day riddle there. I think we did. That's probably the... It's solved. It's one of those stupid things that turns up every year when people go... What's Boxing Day really about? No one knows. It's just called that. It's like, just and everyone it, yeah. goes, oh, there's a theory of this. There's a theory. Of... No one cares. No one cares. Uh, no one cares. It's like every year when you get some bigoted twat that you know on Facebook going, they are banning fairy tale of New York because it uses homophobic slang. Well, yes, it does. And fair enough if it's banned. But it doesn't mean that. It means that it's some sort of obscure, like pagan word for Christmas no it's not you fucking bigot every year your Daily Mail reading Facebook friends and just like Christmas is ruined because they won't play a song that I sort of like but I like it more because it's got homophobic words in it they do yeah the old Daily Mail readers they love a little bit of racy racy songs don't they yeah they do yeah which brings us on to our first subject (laughs) racist Christmas racist Christmas memes (laughs) The best racist. <laughs> the best of all the racist. Screwdrivers cover oh, of... Scrooge driver. <laughs> Scrooge driver. <laughs> the best racist <laughs> skinhead. Yeah. Well, what, would, what, would, what would a Scrooge driver song be called? What would it be called? White Christmas. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Oh god, someone's right. gonna someone's gonna soundbite that bit. Maybe that should never happen. Yeah, no no to Scrooge Driver. No to Screwdriver, that's right. Scro- <laughs> Right, wham! Going straight in. Whams! Last Christmas. Oh, you're talking about the song Last Christmas. 
Is that what we're doing? We're going to talk about songs that we know that have got Christmas sort of connotations. La- last Christmas, it is a great Christmas song. Did you, did you participate in Whamageddon this year? No, I don't really participate in things. Okay, well, yeah. Whamageddon's quite fun. It's where I'm sure everyone who's listening knows. It's where you start on the 1st of December. That's correct. And then you wait until you accidentally hear Last Christmas by Wham. And then you're like, oh no, I failed Whamageddon. I got done on the 3rd day of December this year. Really? Yep. I was playing snooker in a local snooker club, and next door is a, ch- a children's nursery. And, the chi- and they were playing Last Christmas by Wham to little children. And uh, oh, I was thinking, those fucking little cunts. Those little I've bastards. just been Whamageddon. <laughs> okay, so I didn't get Whamageddon until when I did my research, which was yesterday. Mm-hmm. And I listened to Wham mm. to make sure that it was a Christmas song, because it had the word Christmas. Because <laughs> it's called Last Christmas. So when you win, does uh, George Michael appear from his grave? Horrible. What, as a ghost? Well, I don't know. I don't, I don't know. I mean, you'd have to believe in ghosts. And, you know, the only way to believe in George Michael's ghost is, is that you've got to have faith. <laughs> Do you know um, Darlene Love? She did some songs with Phil Spector. She did... Um, I know Phil Spector. Well, personally. He's a ghost. Do you visit me every year? Christmas? Phil, the, Phil the Spector. Phil the Spector. Phil yeah. the Spector. <laughs> uh, yeah, Baby Please Come Home is uh, the first one. Yeah. That's a, that's a great song. Uh, it's like... Christmas. Na, 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 na. Christmas. Na, 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 na. I don't know the words, so I'll just go, no, that's no, good. That's, that's good. good. And then she did All Alone at Christmas, which uh, was released about 30 years after the first one, and that had, uh, it was in uh, Home Alone 2, Lost in New York. Oh. And uh, after, you know, President Donald Trump, who appears in Home Alone 2, Lost in New York, it's the second best thing after him. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, screwdriver's back. Oh, screwdriver's back, <laughs> Jesus. Right, so I've got, um, what have I got here? It's just gibberish. I've just written gibberish. My Mariah Carey. All I want is for Xmas. I didn't. I couldn't write Christmas. I write Xmas. Xmas. You just write shorthand now. I shorthand now. Yeah, I got. So all I want for Christmas. No, no one love for Christmas. It's just one thing I need. Oh god, it just goes on and on, doesn't it? Terrible. It's terrible. It goes on forever to start, and then it goes. No one cares. Right. She was very good in the uh, in the bodyguard. So my favourite and like <clears throat> this this song like for me, this was the last time there was a proper race to like Christmas number one. Yep. And it was in two thousand and three, and it was against a cover of uh, Tears for Fears song Mad World. Yep. By a guy called Gary Jules. But the other song Mad that World. yeah, oh, it was terrible. The other song that didn't make it to Christmas number one and became Christmas number two that year, one of my favourite, it's probably my all-time favourite Christmas song that we're still allowed to listen to. And it is Christmas Time, Don't Let the Bells End by The Darkness. Ooh. Because it's got well, every, I mean, it's got them saying bell end and ring piece in it, That's <laughs> right, yeah. which appeals, which appealed to me 16 years ago when I was younger. And now. And now, <laughs> as an old man. <laughs> still every time I hear it I still think that's quite funny they funny, said Bellend <laughs> you know when you see a road and it's called like Bellend or something yeah, like that yeah. right. or you see a pub that's called The Plough Inn yeah. and you're like there's yeah. a road called Twat yeah. up in yeah. London yeah. I've always wanted to visit Twat yeah. I think I'll probably be at home in the place but yeah it's so Christmas time down at the Bazin I went to see Darkness uh at the beginning of December in Brighton at the Dome, they were fantastic. They got, they did all all their new album, which is really good, and then they did loads of other songs. And then I was with my mate, and she was quite pissed. And uh, we got to the end, and they did, um, you know, I believe in a thing called love. Oh, the classic, and it, like the classic. And she was like, oh, I can't believe it's all over. And I was like, Ah, there's one more. And then they just came out. And went, 
<laughs> but we come to my other one, which when I was a kid growing up, I quite like rock and rolly Christmas songs and stuff. Yeah. And uh, so my favourite one was Rock and Roll Christmas by Gary Glitter. Really? Like, Another rock and roll Christmas. Song, Christmas. Song, yeah, not allowed to play that one anymore, are we? That's true. Yeah. But I was I was in a um I was in a shop uh, about five or six years ago. Walking along, and they obviously had this Christmas CD that they'd probably had for about twenty odd years, and then suddenly clicked <laughs> over to the next track. And it's like the rock and roll Christmas. I'm thinking, oh god, yeah, <laughs> you can't annoying. play that in there. A lot of people have ruined some stuff, like uh, old Steve Clean from uh, Newfound Glory, completely ruined uh, Twelve Days of Pop Punk Christmas. Oh, what's that? What's he done? Oh, well, he's, he's He's a sex offender, isn't he? Is he? Yeah. Oh my god! I mean, there's so glory can't listen to that anymore. There's so many of them that I can't keep up with sex offenders. Like, there's just so many of them. I know it's hard to up with them, isn't it? Yeah. I mean, yeah. So all the Gary Glitter ones out the window now. You know, you can't. You know, lost profits. Lost profits. Can't listen to them. Michael Jackson, allegedly. R. Kelly, allegedly. God, I really hope Noddy Older is not. I think he's fine. I think he's all right. No nonsense, Noddy. That's what we want. Very Please Christmas. God, can you imagine that? What would what would what would what would drive supermarket workers insane? Yeah. Uh, if if they couldn't play Merry Christmas Everybody anymore. He bought his hat off Freddie Mercury. What his big like? Yeah, his first the, hat. What that that stovepipey one with all the mirrors on the on famous the, his, one. His famous mirror hat. I bought it off of him because he was working on a market in Kensington. Yeah. And Freddie said to him, at one point in my life, I want to become a pop star just like you. Not only hold on the fuck off. Fair enough. Yeah. So yeah, Merry Christmas, everybody. We should talk about that. We just touched on it there, which just hopefully Noddy's not touched on, on anyone else. That's what we were talking about. One of my favourite time Christmassy songs mm-hmm. is uh, is by a band called the Austrian Death Machine. It's just an Arnold Schwarzenegger um, <laughs> themed band. <laughs> that sounds amazing. <laughs> yeah, and the song's called Jingle Bells. Yeah, that's it. Not Jingle All the Way, then. No, Jingle Bells. Now that's a different thing we can talk about later on. Jingle All the Way. Jingle All the Way. Which is a fantastic. Where is your terrible. Christmas spirit? <laughs> Turbo Man! Turbo Man! <laughs> yeah, we'll come to that in a bit. Any more Christmas songs? I've done I'm done with Christmas songs. Um let's have a look at my notes. Now, this is all gibberish. Literally all gibberish. I even wrote down the word Bruce Forthside Springsteen. Bruce Forsyth Springsteen? Yeah. Oh my god. Imagine that Imagine combination. That. I do love Bruce Forsyth though. Good game, good game, good game. Good game, good game. Good street bad! Good game, good game. East Street Bad! Bruce, uh, Bruce Forsyth Springsteen, he did Santa Claus's Coming to Town. Come, mm. but it's about coming. Oh, that's disgusting. Yeah. Why do you have to bring sex into Christmas? So, top five Christmas songs. Let's just, well, we don't have to put them in any order. Christmas Time, Don't Let the Bells End. Wham. Uh, Wham, Last Christmas. Love that. Uh, Merry Christmas, everyone. Merry Xmas, everyone, by... Uh, by, I, I'm trying to say, Slade. Slade. Slade, yep. Slade. Uh, All Alone at Christmas by Darlene Love. Yeah, The Seasons Upon Us by Dropkick Murphys. Yeah, okay, we'll have that one then. I like that. We haven't talked about it, but we'll have it. Oh, did we not talk about it? Nope. Ah, oh, we didn't even talk about the fairy tale of New York by the Pogues, and I'm glad we didn't because I'm sick of that. Song. Sick of it. Sick, sick of, of it. it. Sick. I do like it. That was also Never Christmas Number One. No. It was 1987. It was kept off the top slot by Pet Shop Boys. Oh, I'm sorry. I literally. Maybe uh, I didn't treat you as I I was in Spain uh, a couple of days ago and uh, we were in this pub and they were just playing just Pet Shop Boys. It was a blast got, from the past. I want to go to that pub. That sounds was brilliant. Fun. It was fantastic. So we didn't even talk about Rage. Rage. All right, let's 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 quickly touch on that. Yeah, so cool. 10 years ago now. 10 it's 2009, ago. man. You lovely people. If you could have voted better in the election like you did with Rage, yeah, you can then fucking, maybe we wouldn't be surrounded by Everyone comes together and gets fucked. Fucking, you know, 
Rage Against the Machine to number one, but can't fucking do politics, can can't you? do politics. Cunts. Yeah. And what are Rage Against the Machine all about? Politics. That's right. Not Christmas number one. That was the last uh, of Top of the Pops. Yeah. Uh, when did Top of the Pops end? It's Tuesday. It's, it's 7 p.m. It's Top of the Pops. Was it Tuesday or Thursdays? Could have been, uh, Could have been Thursdays. Might have been Fridays. Yes. No one cares. <laughs> I remember I remember when it ended and now if you look back at it it's really sinister because the last ever episode right at the end like to sort of signify that put Top of the Pops is shut down Jimmy Savile who was the original presenter comes in and just turns all the lights out oh. with his like cigar on and his glasses and that oh. you just look back at it now and you go that's fucking dark yeah, in hindsight in back. hindsight oh. that's dark Anyway, it's anyway, Christmas time. It's Christmas Let's time. move on. Christmas. Top 10 pedophiles in the Christmas <laughs> circuit. Okay, we're going to do a quick fire official charts Christmas number one song. Okay, let's do uh, 1983. Flying Pickets, only you. Oh, correct. Right, 1990. Oh, 1990 was Cliff Richard with Saviour's Day. That's correct. Yeah. 1982. 1982, Renny and Renato, Save Your Love. That's correct. Um, Oh, this is a very good one. 1985. Shaking Stevens. Merry Christmas, everyone. <laughs> yes. 1990. We've had that. Saviour's Day, Cliff Richard. Ah, oh, damn it. I was going to try and put you off. 1994. Stay Another Day by E17. Oh, you got it. How do you know all yeah. this? Right. One last one. 1986. Reap Petite by Jackie Wilson. <laughs> Correct. And there we have it. Yeah. We've won nothing. Right, Christmas films. Films. Now there is a, there is so much we could talk about, and we probably will touch on quite a lot. But we'll try. <laughs> of course, you would yeah. touch on yeah. quite a lot. <laughs> Not them sort of Christmas films. Mm. So I've got a list of movies that. Uh, but we're only going to talk about a few of them. Go on, then. Go on, then. What's so your first one? My first one's Hook. Hook. Looky, looky, he's got a hooky. Fuck looky, off. Looky. That's not a Christmas film. It starts off in Christmas. They're going over to Wendy's. Christmas Day, yeah. It's all, it's all snowy outside. All right, okay. It's on at Christmas. You know there's uh, one bit in Hook where Tinkerbell flies past and then there's two people kissing on London Bridge and they f- and they fly up into the, into the sky? Right at the end it is. Yeah, right at the end. Do you yeah. know who those two people are? No. It's George Lucas and Carrie Fisher. That's amazing. In a cameo, yeah. Did not know that. Weird, isn't it? Very weird. That's my only fact I have about Hook. Oh, and that Glenda Jackson is the pirate that gets put in the boo box. Not the boo box. Not the boo box. Not the boo box. box. Fantastic movie. But yeah, Hook, that's... All right then, yeah, fair enough. Yeah. It's a good family film. I've I've noticed, and this will be a theme for all of them, every Christmas film is about redemption, isn't it? It's It's someone someone that's lost their way and then they redeem themselves and get back to their old way. So Hook, first of all, he's he's Peter Pan, who's now like some sort of... Peter Panning. Peter Panning, yeah. That's right, yeah. And he's become like a bit of a cunt as he's got he's older. He's a commercial banker. Yeah, yeah. He's a massive merchant massive banker. Massive commercial banker. Uh, and hates then his kids. Hates kids. Got and, about being a child. And he's lost the lost boys. So are they found? I don't know. But then he goes back and then he redeems himself. He becomes Peter Pan and then he dishes out a whipper to uh, Captain Hook and uh, <coughs> his big old whipper. And then uh, yeah, and then he redeems himself and everything's all right again. But yeah, all right, and that's a, well, that's a bit of an obscure one really because it's not one that you would normally associate yeah. with Christmas. But, but the uh, one coming cool. after it does though, Batman Returns. Batman Returns, very Christmassy. Very Christmas. Very Christmas. Very Christmassy. Again, Catwoman. She's like a normal lady. She then she becomes evil Catwoman. Then she becomes Becomes naughty. And then right at the end, uh, she redeems herself. I think she still stays naughty throughout. Well, she's kind of a bit of a fine line, isn't she? Selena Kyle. Her um, her outfit was so tight that uh, it used to make her pass out. So she had to... 
Only do a few lines. Oh, fucking, it wasn't just her that passed out, mate. There's right. was was about a plethora of teenage boys that passed out watching that film. Her lifestyle kind of reminded me of my weekends, where you would uh, wear some tight clothes, have a few lines, and then pass out. <laughs> <laughs> so, what's your? Uh, what's one of yours? One of mine. Ghostbusters two. Why two? Because it's set at Christmas. All right. Yeah, so that's what makes it a Christmas film. I can't remember it to be honest. Ah, oh, it's brilliant. It's what where the, the paint is, right? Yes, yeah, the ooze and the painting that comes alive. I Eagle. Igor? Uh, Eagle. Uh, What's his name? Vigo. Vigo. He's Vigo. Vigo. But um, yeah, Ghostbusters 2 is a great one. I mean, it's it's not the best ghost. It's not the best Ghostbusters film. No, it's good. But it's a good... Like, it's at Christmas, so you yeah. get all a bit Christmassy. And it's got like Run DMC doing their Christmas song in yeah. it and their Ghostbustery song. And yeah, it's... Uh, yeah, it's good. It's decent good. Christmas film, and then it it actually goes to New Year's, doesn't it? Because it's New Year's Eve right at the end, yeah. and then they, they get the Statue of Liberty. Oh, they spray it with the U's, and yeah, the Statue of Liberty smashes the, the, the thing. They save the baby. That's right, they save the baby. Yeah, and then the painting appears to look like all of the Ghostbusters for oh, some strange reason. It's on the floor for a bit. Like, oh, I can't get up. Oh, I can't get up. Oh, yes, shoot oh, the pictures. Ray, get out of the way. We need to shoot the monster. No, I am Vigo. Yeah, it's a great film, Ghostbusters too. It's a good oh, Christmassy film. Oh, I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm number one only, I think, for Ghostbusters. Really? Well, I mean, yeah. yeah. If I was going to choose the best Ghostbusters oh, film, it'd be number one. It would it? be Ghostbusters. It's the best Christmas one. Ghostbusters film. Yeah, it's the best it's the Ghostbusters film set at Christmas, <laughs> which is what you want. The Christmas special of the Ghostbusters, Ghostbusters 2. Well, I'm going to talk about, I mean, really, the ultimate Christmas story ever told, which is what all Christmas films are based on, which we talked about earlier, yeah. is Redemption. Uh, you know, know where you're going and so my favourite one so A Christmas Carol Nightmare Before Christmas not Nightmare Before Christmas <laughs> fuck that so A Christmas Carol is basically what every Christmas film is based on to some extent sure it's the original yeah so my favourite version of it is the 1970s musical one oh. uh, called Scrooge it's got Albert Finney in it yeah. it's got some brilliant songs in it the guy who plays Bob Cratchit used to be the headmaster in Press Gang. Do you remember the early 90s TV show Press Gang? He plays Bob Cratchit in it. Yeah. And the guy who sings the best song in it, when Scrooge dies, spoiler yeah. alert, when he dies and the ghost of Christmas Future shows him, they do this song called Thank You Very Much and they're all dancing on his coffin going, thank you very much, in a cockney knees up sort of way. Yeah. A bit like Chaz did at Dave's funeral. But... um. <laughs> Well, Dave did at Chaz's funeral. Yeah. But that little, little one man cocked me knees up on top of this coffin. And he's doing it. And it's the bloke from who... Did you ever... Do you remember a really shit 90s sitcom called May to December? No. About an, an old guy who goes out with a young girl. And uh, he's the old guy from that. <laughs> so <laughs> it's full of like these weird British actors in it. But yeah, Scrooge, the 1970s one. That That is fucking brilliant version yeah. of uh, A Christmas Carol. But... That leads me on to Scrooge. Then the other version Scrooge of, of a, a Scrooged with Bill Murray, yeah. who's also in Ghostbusters 2. Yeah. That's a brilliant version. It's, it's really funny. It's got Bobcat Goldthwait in it, like doing his <laughs> voice all the way through it as he does. But then, yeah, so there's Scrooge, Scrooge, and then, of course, the classic. Yeah. Muppet Christmas Carol. Yes. The music. Beautiful. Just for the music. Just for the music. Just for the Muppets. Yeah. Just for Michael Caine being in a Christmas film. So who did the music for Muppet Christmas Carol? I forgot. Fuck it. After all that facts checking. F- you checked was, the facts. Was, yeah, it was Miles Goodman. Miles Goodman. Miles Goodman, yeah. From Miles Goodman and the Time. <laughs> what time is it? Oh, it's Miles Goodman. It's Miles Goodman time. It's, it's Miles. always Miles Goodman time. 
Yeah, he did all of the songs from it. But it was a good film, uh, The Muppet Christmas Carol. Anything with Muppets in is great. Yeah, that's friendly. very true. It's very yeah. friendly. It's yeah. very, Family very lovely. Family friendly, yeah. There's always a, you know, they always sort of, they're winning at the beginning. Then yeah. they lose everything. Then they come up with a plan. And then they save the day. Redemption, again. Redemption. Same thing again. Isn't that a Bob Marley song? The Redemption song? Yeah. Uh, I think it might be. Mm. Do you know... Um, how Bob Marley likes his donuts. <laughs> We're jamming. We're jamming, obviously, yeah. That was straight out of a Christmas cracker, that one, eh? Straight out of a Christmas cracker. That should be, if you were ever in a hip hop band, your band should be called Straight Out of a Christmas Cracker. Straight Out of a Christmas Cracker. <laughs> so, let's gloss over that quite quickly. Gloss. Next Christmas film. It's a more modern one, but yeah. I think already is clearly a Christmas classic. Yeah. It stars a man who's so irreprehensibly annoying. I know what the film this is. But and in this film, he plays an annoying character. Yeah. Which kind of works in the film. And that's Elf. Oh, Elf. Yeah, Elf with Will Ferrell. My favourite scene in Elf is when he chugs that Coca-Cola. Yeah. And then just it. belches <laughs> for like... <laughs> Fucking 20 minutes. I love that scene. Oh, whenever great. I see Coca-Cola, I just think of Elf. That's what you want to do, is just like yeah. chug a fucking three-litre bottle of Coke. But he is, yeah, he's a fantastically annoying human being, though. Yeah. But Elf is a great film. I remember yeah. the first time I saw it, and it's a, it's absolutely brilliant film. Redemption, um, once again. Redemption. Yeah, it's about the dad, isn't it? James Caan, yeah. of the Godfather fame. Yep. Uh, he, uh, he doesn't believe in Christmas, and he's a complete bastard, but the Elf is his son, and his elf, uh, his elf son comes back and then helps him in. And he believes in the magic of Christmas. Yeah, yeah. And, then he's, uh, and he's married to the woman from Back to the Future 3, mm. uh, who's also in IRL, married to Ted Danson, I think. Mm. I, no one cares. No but, one cares like, no. but it is a good film, Elf. And it's got, that other, it's got that other woman in it. She's in a lot of things. She's like a really geeky and annoying in a lot of things. Is it Zoe Deschanel? That's the one. That's the one. Yeah, she's in it as well. I uh, like her. I like Zoe Deschanel. Yeah. I like her music. Yeah. She does a. Uh... I really like her paintings. She does good paintings. She's very good. She's a very good. Artist. Yeah. She did the ceiling in the spare room. She was brilliant. Yeah. It was. She did that sort of, you know, that sort of Art Deco sort of. Well, it's just, I was just a bit of like gloss, really, yeah, gloss but it, like it just went cute. really well. You know, Very I mean, when cute. you lie back on the futon in the spare room and look at it, you go, that's like a bit of gloss in that Zoe Deschanel yeah. did in the Very, spare room. Very Zoe, Very yeah. Zoe, they say when they look up there. You know, I mean, you it, that's the thing with your, with your Hollywood actors, you know. <laughs> Zoe Deschanel, good with a bit of gloss ceiling painting. Terrible with Tom scripts. Hardy just wants to fucking Artex the shit out of everything. You're like, fucking hell, Tom, <laughs> what have you done there, mate? Like... Why we try to carve your own initials in the artexing of the ceiling? Oh, yeah. And don't get me started on fucking Killian Murphy and his drapes. Drapes. Fucking drapes. him and his drapes. He's all about Fuck drapes. Yeah, that old man. He's all about drapes. He loves his drapes. I thought you were going to go uh, Love Actually as a movie. Oh, what? No. I thought that's where you were going. No. You I... said annoying actor. Well, there's so many in it. They're all annoying. It's from start to finish. It's Annoying, terrible f- movie. Terrible film. Delete it. It's not even a good film. Christmas it's film. not a good Christmas film. Like, it's got that weird, creepy bit with the bloke from Dawn of the Dead or whatever that program is when he's trying to hit on Kira Knightley who's married to his other mate who looks like he's about 100 years older than his wife. And, and he plays a vampire, doesn't uh, he, in most, vamp- in most films? Uh, who, I don't know, what's that, what is that zombie program called? Walking Dead. That's it. Yeah. He turns up at the end of like Love Actually and he thinks he's Bob Dylan with all the cards. 
Oh, and he's yeah, going, yeah. Oh, you know, like next Christmas, I'm going to bang the shit out of you, but you're married to my best mate, you fucking, and I'm a bit of a creep, yeah. and what the fuck is going on? And just like, it's all a bit weird. Yeah. And uh, and then Hugh Grant is the Prime Minister of England, um, who uh, gives a big fuck you to Billy Bob Thornton, who's like the President of the US. Yeah. Our times have changed. <laughs> I know, right? And uh, oh, they've changed. Oh, they've changed. So and then everyone's like, yeah, because we're England. And it's just like, oh, we're Britain. And then there's that. And then oh, it's terrible. Let's just stop. Alan Rickman's in it, and like Alan Rickman's wasted in it. And then Mr. Bean turns up. For, oh, for fuck's sake! What a shit film. Yeah, it's terrible. Let's yeah. change it. Let's change Let's it. Let's change it up. Changing places. Trading places. Sorry, I thought I heard the word changing. There. Changing, changing Trading. rooms again. Changing rooms, great TV show. Yeah, that's All a good about one. Famous people changing stuff. Yeah, you know when you, you get two people, they swap rooms and then they do them up. Yeah. You know, Lawrence Llewellyn Bowen turns up. That's right. Great bit. I mean, well, we mentioned Alan Rickman. He's quite good with uh, nailing down underlay. Actually, so. <laughs> he's very good. He, well, he was. Uh, yeah. God rest him. Uh, yeah. So I that's mean, how he passed as well, wasn't it? It was. He was nailing down a bit of Cloud Nine underlay. And uh, it just spalled over. It did spalled yeah, over. Fell on some nails. Yeah, yeah, fell over. Yeah, just went. It's a sad yeah. way to go. But he did doing what he loved, laying carpets. Well, laying underlay, really. That's right. I mean, he's not really. I mean, he, Alan Rickman's not really. You know, he wasn't really the carpet sort of guy. For that, they used to get our uh, Bono in. They did get Bono. Bono yeah. loves laying a carpet. He loves putting edges in. Yeah, he does. He loves an edge. Guy, yeah. He does love an edge. He does put a little edge in the corner. He loves there. a straight edge. He, he loves. Does, yeah. He loves a curved edge. Bono can do the lot when it comes to carpets. Oh, when I hear the word Bono, I always have a little bit of sick appears in my throat. Really? Yeah. <laughs> it's like really. Something about him. It's because he came over to mine a couple of months back, put in a terrible edge. It was more of a. More of a 30 yeah. degrees angle than it was a 95. Well, he was laying a carpet. He was, yeah. Fucking hell. Like, he's not really known for that. I, mean, I know, he's, known, he he's known for being one of the best carpet layers that's also in a famous worldwide rock band that's as right. well. What, I mean, the obviously, carpet, the obviously, if you if you want, um, you know, if you want a rock band to lay your flooring, obviously, if you want um, laminate or solid wood flooring, that's right. Then um, you go to um, the carpenters. Do you? <laughs> you do, yeah. That brings it back to Jesus. He was a carpenter. He was. Do you reckon, right, when, like, not, because obviously Christmas is the birth of Jesus, do you reckon later on when Jesus, because Jesus was a carpenter, like his dad, well, his other dad, yeah. his adopted dad, uh, do you reckon when he was given the Sermon on the Did Mount? Did he have a dad? Yeah, Joseph. Joseph was his adopted dad, and God was his real dad. That's right, yeah. But do you reckon when Jesus gave up carpentry and became the, became the Messiah, and he was up giving the Sermon on the Mount, to like 5,000 people and there's a bloke in the back going I think that's the geezer that fit in my kitchen <laughs> uh, any more Christmas films that you would like to mention um, Bad Santa mm-hmm. fantastic movie what a brilliant film absolutely brilliant film have you seen the second one uh, possibly yeah possibly. there's no point don't watch it it's yeah that's probably good. why I said possibly yeah it's not very good yeah. but the first one absolutely brilliant fantastic. like genius absolutely. film Fuck me Santa, fuck me Santa, fuck me Santa. <laughs> Brilliant. <laughs> Just, you can't beat it. I beat up a kid today. It made me feel good about myself. <laughs> so many good lines in it. Why don't you wish in one hand and shit in the other and see which one fills up first. <laughs> That's Tony Cox, right? Yeah, he's, the, he's the, um, hilarious nutter. the elf in it. Yeah. Like, and he's partner in crime, yeah. yeah. And it's a Billy Bob Thornton again as, as Santa. Oh, I love Billy Bob Thornton. He's he's hilarious. Yeah, he's, it's a great film, like Bad Santa. I mean, that came out the same year as Elf. All right, so I've got Gremlins. Gremlins, yeah. 
Another yeah. great one. Great one. Young Very Sherlock Holmes. Oh, man. Young Sherlock Holmes. Oh, I haven't... Do you remember that? Yeah, it's got the guy from Lockstock in it. One of the blokes who grow all the marijuana in Lockstock. Right, as he's, a child. Yeah, as a child. He's the young Sherlock Holmes. Yeah. yeah. Fantastic movie. Yeah, and that's a Christmas. That's a very Christmassy film as well. Christmas. Arthur Christmas is quite good. Have you seen that? Not seen that's that. That's a cartoon one. Came out a few years ago. Uh, it's got some... Like it's got loads of really good like famous voice actors in it. I think Hugh Laurie's in it and yeah. um, Jim Broadbent and all sort of stuff like that. It's a really good. I watched that recently. That's a good kids Christmas film. I tell you what, though, what I have watched is um, recently because Netflix have got some fucking pony Christmas films. Oh, fucking pony. stay away from Netflix. So I watched Netflix one is like called Boxing Day. No one really knows what it is. Oh, all cares. All cares. I watched one recently. It's on Netflix called The Night Before Christmas, but K N I G H T. Ah, so not night. the nightmare. No, no, not nightmare. Ah, a warrior's name. Ah, a warrior's name. A warrior's Left name. a bit, right a bit. Walk. Oh, you're dead. What's your name, Kevin? Ah, a warrior's <laughs> name. No, yeah. So the night before Christmas. It's fucking terrible. So badly acted. At one bit, there's a scene in it that lasts. You know when a scene in a film lasts too long? Yeah. And this lasts about five minutes too long. It's literally a ten-minute scene trying to advertise Alexa. And it's a... Oh, it's just... What's the point in this, like, film? And the acting is terrible. And basically, it's about a knight from the 14th century who wakes up in 2019 because of some convoluted... They didn't even bother really writing much of a plot. He wakes up in 2019, falls in love with a girl whose acting is so wooden you think she's a puppet. Yep. Uh, and then somehow you're supposed to believe that they have somehow fallen in love. And then he goes back to the 14th century. How does he go back? Don't know. They had time travel. Don't know. No one knows. And he goes somehow goes back to the 14th century, and then he's like, "Oh, uh, hello, my brother. I've fallen in love with the fair maiden from the year 2019, <laughs> and she has a talking box and a fridge and stuff like this, and I really love her." And then he's like, oh, why don't you go back to this obscure American town where, like, you somehow ended up? Like, Did they know America existed back then? No, I don't know. And then he just wakes up and then they ki- and they kiss and then Christmas has all happened. And it's shit. Disregard and not watch. I've forgotten it. Yeah, I have. It's gone. I haven't. Top Christmas films. Uh, you have three, I'll have two. Okay, I'm going to go with Bad Santa. Yes, I'm with you. Right, I'm going to go with... Trading Places. Very good, very, very good Christmas film. Uh, and then I'm going to go with... Oh, it's hard between Young Sherlock Holmes, Gremlins, Batman Returns. I'm going to go with Young Sherlock Holmes. Very good choice. All right, and then I'm going to pick my two. I'm going to go with Scrooge, the 1970s musical film. Very nice. And I think Elf, I think, really, as a more modern good. one. You had Bad Sense, so I must have Elf. Yeah. They came out at the same time. They're both very good. But yeah, let's leave it there. <laughs> and it just leaves it to us to say to everyone who has been listening, uh, a very Merry Christmas. Very and, Happy New Year. And Happy New Year. And we will see you in 2020, the year of perfect vision, where we will be back gabbling bollocks. Greatest podcast in the world. world.